Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to Real Girls Radio. I'm Millie. And I'm Emma. And we are both very normal Real Girls just like you, here to talk about all things health, fitness and navigating your way through this crazy life. We're your new besties. We want you to feel part of our weekly chats and we're excited to invite you in to our exclusive girl gang. Grab some snacks and chillax whilst we chat. Woo! Yeah. Okay, I think we got it. I think we got yeah. it. Okay. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. So I'm actually doing a solo episode today because Millie is in Thailand and I've actually set up a microphone at my own house and... Um, I'm just hoping it records okay because I'm not the best at setting up technology and know my luck, I will record like an hour episode and it won't even save. So pray for me. <laughs> um, and hopefully no one knocks on my door because that will just throw me off completely. Um, but anyway, today's episode is going to be all about binge eating, which I feel like is a topic we have needed to cover in more detail for a while because I know a lot of you girls listening struggle with binge eating. I know a lot of clients who come to me who start working with me have been trapped in that common restrict and binge cycle. I know a lot of girls struggle with this in silence and they feel too ashamed to speak out about it or reach out for help. Um, And it is a very taboo subject, even though it really shouldn't be because so many girls struggle with this. So we're gonna do a whole episode on binge eating and hopefully if you suffer with this yourself or if you have ever kind of like struggled with this in the past or even if you you know occasionally binge eat hopefully some of the things that I talk about in this episode will help you um so yeah but before I delve into that I'm gonna start with my flop and fly and I feel like I have a lot to catch you up on because I haven't been on the podcast for a while because Millie and I did a bulk recording a few weeks ago And then it was my birthday and I went to Amsterdam and then Millie and Liv did an episode. So I feel like I've not done a episode for like three weeks. So I'll start with my flop, which is quite literally a flop because I flopped my phone into the river. (laughs) Um, I was 
basically going for a walk on my own along the river, getting my steps in, and it was really, really cold, and the river was like iced over, and I don't know why I did this, but I picked up a rock, and I threw it at the river to see like how iced over the water was, um, don't know why I needed to know that, but anyway, I threw a rock at the river, and as I did, my phone fell out of my pocket and bounced along the river path into the river, and it was just gone. I did go up to a man on a boat and asked him if I could use his net to kind of fish for my phone, but I didn't have any luck. So that was my flop. <laughs> um, luckily, I had my iCloud backed up, so I didn't lose too much, but it was so irritating because all of my passwords to get into like Instagram and my banking and all of that I had to have verification codes that went to that phone number and it was just a nightmare to sort that out but anyway I've had lots of flies um so I went to Amsterdam for my birthday which was so much fun uh we went for four days and a lot of you have asked for um recommendations you've dm me on Instagram so I thought I would give you a few of my like top rated places that I went to in case any of you guys are going to Amsterdam so we went to the most amazing sandwich place called Ch Chun Cafe. It's like a TikTok viral place. And we did have to queue a really long time, but it was so worth the wait. Like the best sandwich I've ever had in my life. Um, we also went to Moko Museum, which was really cool. A restaurant called Secret Garden, which had the best food. And also a pancake place called Moak. Moak or Moak Pancakes? So if you're gonna go on a trip to Amsterdam, I highly recommend checking out those places. Um, and another fly, obviously it was my birthday and that was fun. Um, I have also started painting again, which I honestly find so therapeutic. Like I, I used to paint a lot, but I hadn't got my art stuff out for like two years. And the other night I was just like, do you know what? I'm feeling a bit anxious and I know that used to really, really help me. Um, and I do, I do enjoy art as well. So I got my paintbrushes out and some acrylics. I got canvas and I just started painting and I actually quite like what I made. So I'm definitely gonna start painting more. Um, and another fly is that I have got myself a new coach. So I have kind of been like coaching myself or not really coaching myself, just more like making my own training plans and like making my own meal plans and stuff. I haven't really had any accountability for a while. Um, and going into the new year, I just kind of wanted a bit more accountability and someone else to just do my plans for me. So I am actually gonna be working with coach Mark Carroll which I'm sure lots of you guys have heard of um I have been following him for literally years like I have learned so much from him I used to do his programs when I was like a beginner and I honestly cannot wait to start working with him so that starts next week um so yeah very excited about that um so yeah that's my flop and my fly um and so let's get into the podcast so yeah, as I said, today's podcast episode is going to be all about binge eating. Um, it is something that I'm very passionate about and experiencing both with like my own journey and working with clients to help them overcome the restrict and binge cycle. 
Um, I do want to preface this by saying I don't have any specialist eating disorder qualifications, but I can, however, speak about this topic with a lot of experience and it is something I feel so, so strongly about and passionate about as I know how much it consumed me and my life and how I previously thought it was something I could never recover from and I thought it was going to be with me for the rest of my life. So having, having broken free from that and like having helped lots of girls do the same I'm very passionate about helping other people break free from this and it really isn't as hard as you think um so we'll start with kind of talking about what binge eating is so essentially binge eating is a uncontrollable repeated episode of overeating where you might feel distressed and anxious during that episode um and you almost like can't stop yourself it's like an out-of-body experience Um, And you might actually feel some sort of relief or like dopamine hit during the actual binge eating episode, but it is often followed by feelings of guilt, shame and depression. And I also wanted to talk about the difference between binge eating and just overindulgence or overeating because they definitely are not the same thing. Um, So obviously sometimes we're going to have weekends where we might overeat and we might have more food than we normally would you know at special occasions going out for dinner christmas stuff like that where you just eat a lot more food than you normally would that is not binge eating also if you have like the odd day where you know you might be on your period you might be having lots of cravings you might have had a stressful day at work and you get home and you get out a tub of ben jerry's out the freezer and you eat that like that isn't necessarily binge eating if you have like the odd day here and there where you eat a little bit more calories that's not really a binge eating disorder binge eating is more of an out of body uncontrollable repeated episode of overindulgence where you almost like can't stop yourself and you you do feel consumed and controlled and trapped by it so i just wanted to distinguish the difference between those um and i guess before we go more into the episode because I do have some questions from you guys that I'm going to answer. I wanted to highlight the importance of this topic by sharing some statistics on binge eating which really really shocked me. So one in 50 people experience binge eating disorder. Binge eating disorder affects three times the number of people diagnosed with anorexia and bulimia combined which is so shocking. Um one statistic that I found that is really upsetting is that one in three people with binge eating disorder actually consider taking their life. Um, and studies have shown that the biggest barrier to people seeking help is this immense amount of shame, disgust, embarrassment, um, and just feeling too embarrassed to open up about it. So I do really feel like we have to remove the stigma around it and understand that this is a huge mental health issue that needs to be spoken about and almost normalized so that people feel more comfortable reaching out for help um so i will give you guys a little bit of a backstory to me and my own journey with binge eating um which i have been recovered from for like three years now and when i tell you when i was in the actual depths of my binge eating disorder i genuinely thought I was not ever going to be able to break free from it. I thought it was going to be with me forever. I thought I was always going to be fearful and scared of food. I never, ever thought I would be in a place where I could actually eat 
all foods without you know having negative connotations towards like good and bad foods and you know be able to go out and eat with friends and family and not feel guilty about it and to actually just be in a place where I don't like I'm in control of the food I eat and the food doesn't control me um so my binge eating disorder started when I was at uni and this is when I was really really restricting myself I was doing extreme diets I was not eating anywhere near enough to fuel myself I was doing way too much cardio way too much exercise and you know I sustained that for a pretty long time but inevitably it got to the point where mentally physically emotionally I could not go to that extreme for any longer and then it would just result in binge eating and I remember the first ever episode of binge eating I had was when I was in uni halls and it was two in the morning and because I never bought like quote-unquote bad foods I would only buy like unprocessed clean food and I wouldn't dare touch like even a piece of chocolate because I didn't have anything like that in my cupboards I literally got up at two or three in the morning and raided my um uni halls mates cupboards and ate their food at like two or three in the morning and when I tell you it was like an out of control thing like I could not stop myself and I went back into my room and I was just like what have I done like what just happened and then the next day I got up so early so I barely had any sleep I got up so early and I went to the gym and I did like over an hour on the stairmaster and this like guilt and shame that I felt stayed with me for like a week and the restriction that I went into following that binge episode was like 10 times worse than what I was doing before and that is how the cycle started um and then you know I would continue doing this like hardcore extreme dieting binge eat started off being like maybe once every two weeks but then it did become like a twice weekly thing um and it would be it would be like so random as well like the foods I would eat it would normally be like sweets and chocolate and like sugary things that I'd be restricting myself but sometimes it would just be the most odd food combinations and things I wouldn't even like normally enjoy or want to eat it was just like out of body like I said uncontrollable experience um and I used to feel really ashamed and embarrassed to talk about it but I'm talking about it now because I hope that me sharing my journey and being honest about it it will hopefully resonate with some of you and you'll feel not as alone maybe or you'll feel more inclined to reach out and tell somebody else and know that like there is hope and that you absolutely can break free from this um but yeah this stayed with me for a good couple of years and I didn't tell anybody I didn't tell anyone um my ex-boyfriend at the time I don't think he had binge eating disorder but he was very he had a very like bro meal plan where he'd just kind of eat like chicken and broccoli and then like Saturday was like cheat day and I think that influenced me a lot and I would often like binge eat with him (laughs) and just we would like go out for a meal and have like a pizza and ice cream which is like totally fine but then we'd get home and just like I would eat and he would eat until we just felt physically sick and like when I think back on it I just it doesn't make sense to me now because it's just not nice to feel that uncomfortably full and to eat to the point where you literally feel sick like it doesn't make sense to me now but that is what I did and also another time I remember 
um, I was like right at the end of like some extreme diet that I did. And I did like, again, like an hour on the Stairmaster or something stupid like that. I don't even know how I managed to, how I used to manage to do that. But I left the gym and I was so hungry, mentally starving and physically starving. I went to Ben's Cookies and bought like one of those boxes of cookies and I ate the whole thing on my own in my house alone like in the middle of the day um and that is something I also wanted to talk about as well I feel like when people binge eat when you have binge eating disorder you often do it in private alone when you're not with other people it quite often looks like you'll be restricting yourself and eating like super low calorie and clean in front of other people and then it gets to that point where you're on your own and you just cannot control yourself so you end up doing it alone in private which can almost like exacerbate the feelings of like guilt and shame and you know that depressing mood that you have afterwards because you were completely alone and you feel like you can't tell anyone and no one will understand but um I yeah like I said I, I struggled with this for like two years and the first person I told was my mum and she didn't really understand it because she was so used to me at the time being like super clean and not like touching anything quote unquote bad like a cookie or whatever so she almost like couldn't wrap her head around it she was like I don't understand how you can be so like healthy and like eat so clean but then you binge on these things like it didn't make sense to her and it like it doesn't make sense really but um I feel like reaching out to my mum and opening up is kind of like a problem shared is a problem halved and that is kind of what kickstarted me to actually start my recovery journey and you know start working on my relationship with food and get into a place where I can eat and be fully in control of my food and not fear food and not feel the need to up like overeat or binge eat on foods anymore um so I'm going to, for those of you who don't understand the binge eating cycle, I'm just gonna talk through like what it looks like, just so it gives some of you guys a closer kind of idea of what the restrict and binge cycle actually looks like. Um, so obviously you'll have a binge and different things can trigger this. It can be anything from like stress to extreme hunger, over restricting, um, the desire to like numb yourself emotionally and you will have that out of control binge eating episode and then it kind of goes to the next phase of the cycle which I call emotional backlash um, and this is the kind of feelings of shame and guilt self-loathing um, like your emotions are super high you feel really fragile you're depressed you feel like disgusted at yourself um, so you then have this determination to do better and never do that again. So you try to be perfect and you try to, you know, go back on a meal plan and like do everything as perfect as you can to avoid, you know, overeating. Um, and then this is where the restriction normally kicks in again. So as part of the, as part of this determination to never binge again, you restrict it instead. Um, and psychologically, you think this is going to balance out the the massive binge that you had um, and to kind of like bring you back to a sense of control that you lost during the binge but then this leads to inevitably it leads to another binge eating episode so you can see how that cycle just kind of becomes like a never-ending loop that is really hard to break 
Okay, so now I'm going to go through a Q&A. I actually did a Q&A on my Instagram stories the other day and I had so many questions and like people just asking for help and advice and guidance that that is actually what um, pushed me to record a whole podcast on this episode. Um, So I'm going to go through some of your questions and answer them. So one of you said that it feels habitual to binge every night and I cannot stop. Please help me. So sometimes when you feel like you have got into the habit of binge eating, one of the best things you can do is actually try to replace that bad habit with something else. Um, So one thing that I did back when I struggled with binge eating, um, because my binges normally happened in the evening or late at night, is... I created myself a really, really strict bedtime routine and that included having a high protein snack before I went to bed, um, journaling, I would wind down, I would turn off technology so my emotions weren't heightened or I wasn't overstimulated and I stuck to this bedtime routine like my life depended on it and this wasn't the only reason or the only factor that helped me overcome binge eating but I think it definitely, definitely helped. Um, If you kind of don't have any set bedtime and you're just kind of like you know chilling in the evening like maybe in the kitchen and don't really have like a set time that you're getting ready for bed or going to sleep you're going to be far more likely to you know go into the kitchen cupboards and then normally once you start eating that's when it's hard to stop so yeah I would say try to create yourself a bedtime routine and also create a routine that you actually look forward to you know so maybe you want to have a bath have a bubble bath and listen to a podcast light a candle read a favorite book something like that and also making sure that you're having like a high protein snack before you actually do go to bed so that you're not going to be hungry um Another thing which I did just kind of touch on when I was talking about how I told my mum is to tell someone if you feel like it's such an ingrained habit and you cannot break free from it, sometimes the best thing you can do, especially if you live with other people, is to just be open and honest with them and tell them what you're going through and tell them that you might need a little bit of help or support and, you know, then when you, you have that urge to binge and you feel like you're, you know, at risk of raiding the cupboards and gonna overconsume a load of food at least then you know that there's someone there who understands and who you've told that you can go to when you're in that moment and they can maybe talk through it with you and help you and I think that is a key again it's key to overcoming this problem is opening up being honest with someone that you trust and it is literally like a problem shared is a problem halved So another question that I got is, I don't restrict foods, but I'm still binge eating and I feel like I'm mentally starving. So this is more than likely due to emotional or stress binge eating. So the root cause of your binging is most likely to be stress or it could even be like boredom. And eating foods gives you that instant dopamine hit, which is why you're reinforcing to keep doing it because it does give you that instant gratification um so the best way to overcome this if you're binge eating but not actually under eating or restricting yourself is to 
find the root cause and then figure out an alternative way to cope with these emotions. So finding stress management strategies. Um, I, found, I found for me and for a lot of clients doing something active and I don't necessarily mean exercise, but doing something to kind of like occupy your mind. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Your hands or something like painting your nails, going for a walk, doing some artwork, journaling, just doing something to like stimulate your body and your brain. Um... But stress management is a big one. If you are tending to binge eat when you're super stressed, you just need to find better stress coping mechanisms. Um, Again, I can give you some tips for journaling at the end of the podcast, but journaling is a lifesaver. And you don't need to overcomplicate journaling. It doesn't need to be like this, you know, strict method of journaling that you see people doing on like TikTok. You can literally just get a book, brain dump how you're feeling, write down your emotions in the moment. And sometimes doing that can just help you become more in touch and more in tune with yourself. Um, Also meditation, um, walking meditation, mindfulness, reading, exercise, going to the gym, everything like that. Just much better to use those methods to deal with stress than it is to use food. Okay, so another question was, how do you stop right in the moment when you are about to binge? Okay, so leading on from the last question, this is where I think journaling and getting yourself a journal is so crucial. Um, So I recommend getting yourself a pocket journal, just like a little book, and 
literally promising yourself that you're going to write in that journal every time you get an urge to binge and every time after you binge. I want you to write down how you're feeling before, write down how you feel after, and I want you to reflect back on this so that you realise that the act of binge eating, although it might give you that temporary, you know, mood boost, it often always ends up with you feeling down about yourself, ashamed, guilty, wanting to restrict. So by writing down those feelings and then reflecting back on it, it can reinforce to you how binge eating actually isn't helping you in any way. And also writing down how you're feeling and writing down how binge eating is going to make you feel is often going to make you realise how illogical it is and how silly it is to actually binge eat because it will just make you realise when you write it down on paper that it isn't going to do anything for you and if anything it's going to make you feel worse. So in this journal I want you to also on the front page write down a list of all the things you can think of that make you feel happy, that make you feel good, um, you know anything from going on a walk or calling a friend or watching your favourite film or artwork or reading or I don't know listening to a podcast like literally anything anything you get joy from anything you enjoy doing write all of these things down on the first page of journal and then every time you get the urge to binge I want you to open up this book and pick something from that list that you're going to do instead of binge eating we want to replace that habit with something more positive and the more you can do that the more likely you are going to be to break that cycle okay so someone asked how did you change your mindset I've been in the all or nothing restrict and binge eating cycle for 14 years. Okay, so I think if you have been trapped in this for 14 years, I would definitely recommend reaching out for some external help, whether that is a therapist, an online coach, someone specialised in binge eating disorder, someone else there who is going to hold your hand and guide you and coach you and help you get through this. But I think probably the biggest thing that you can do if you want to start making a change straight away is by removing the all or nothing mentality which is often where a lot of binge eating disorders stem from so for me I broke free from it because I stopped thinking that anything less than perfect equaled failure um like I I came to the realization that there is no perfect and actually striving for that perfection and that squeaky clean diet is so unrealistic and so unsustainable that it's literally going to be just setting you up for repeated failure so although it was hard at the beginning to change my mindset from like this only clean foods and I'm not eating anything processed to more of a if it fits your macros flexible dieting approach I slowly started incorporating more of these fun foods into my day-to-day diet like not just on a Saturday cheat day I stopped thinking of cheat days as cheat days I would you know if I wanted to have a pizza on a Tuesday night then I would allow myself to but it did take a while to get to that stage so I would just incorporate you know some chocolate here and there or if I had a cookie I would really really try to enjoy that cookie and eat it without feeling the need to over consume the whole packet Um, and it was doing this slowly but surely really really did change my mindset and made me realize that I can eat these foods and by doing that it stopped me feeling so restricted and over time I genuinely just stopped getting the urges to binge and 
in the past, if I'd if I knew there was a cupboard at home full of sweets and cookies and chocolate, like I know I wouldn't be able to trust myself, and I know I would be reading that and probably at some point going to be like likely to binge eat it but I got to the point where I felt so comfortable and in control around these foods like I could have a whole cupboard full of it and it wouldn't faze me so I think definitely incorporating more fun foods and foods that are deemed by the dieting industry as bad eat them and enjoy them and allow yourself to eat them on random days without it being a special occasion um but one thing I did want to touch on actually I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was quite a big podcast with um, some experts on it and this podcast has a really big following and there were a few podcasts I listened to and they had some experts on talking about um, different diets and the health industry and all of that and one one of these experts was kind of talking about how white carbs are bad for you and that sugar makes you fat and kind of just trying to demonize certain food groups and I guess from my perspective these experts talking about that they're failing to acknowledge the emotional repercussions of labeling foods as good or bad um, and how in turn this can actually lead to more detrimental health outcomes so I want you to believe me when I say not to take anything too literally or seriously when you hear experts demonize certain foods or promote specific extreme diets like a lot of the time they're looking at a very small sample size they're doing work within labs they're they have so much control over over these studies they're looking at animal studies and drawing conclusions to support their own research so yeah of course there might be some validity to what they're saying but it's not really applicable to the general population of people who are just simply trying to live healthier make better choices like feel good in their body and have a balanced life where they can enjoy food um so yeah my my biggest tip to avoiding this all or nothing mentality is to not overcomplicate your diet and not overthink the food you're eating strive to eat a healthy balanced diet with lots of nutrients and fruits and veggies and high quality proteins and good carbs healthy fats all of that but also if you want to have some cookies or ice cream even if it's the non-macro friendly stuff like let yourself have that and enjoy it it's not a big deal it's not gonna change how you look it's not gonna do anything bad it's not gonna kill you like some experts say well um I think the most important thing is just being able to bounce back to that healthy balanced flexible way of eating and if you do have a big indulgent meal and you eat one too many chocolates just being able to bounce straight back in the next morning have a having a healthy nutrient dense breakfast okay another question is how do you deal with the binge hangover okay i relate to this so i actually i think on monday this week i posted a reel about this like what to do after a binge eating episode um i know like after binge eating especially if you had a lot of like sugary foods it can make you feel really like puffy and bloated and lethargic and tired and gross and feeling like that can often make you want to go to the gym and do a load of cardio and restrict yourself and not eat anything but the best thing you can do is just get back on track to a healthy diet do not skip any meals as 
we've already covered this will just exacerbate the binge and restrict cycle be kind to yourself don't feel guilty put on some baggy clothes don't body check stop looking in the mirror um the the bloated feeling bloated looking a bit fluffier the scale weight being up is only temporary and it's going to go away in a few days it's water retention if you eat more carbs more sugar your body is going to retain more water which is going to show up on scales so don't weigh yourself um move your body in a way that makes you feel good but don't try to do it to burn off calories or to compensate from for the extra food you ate um so go on a walk get outside get some movement in do some weight training try to smash some pbs but don't try and like like I said don't try and burn off all the extra calories you ate definitely drink more water you want to stay hydrated to help with digestion um and again just don't restrict yourself go back to normal the binge hangover will last a couple of days and if you're eating lots of veggies having some good balanced meals in drinking more water moving your body you'll be it'll be like it never happened in a few days um okay so I think I might there are so many questions here but I think I might answer just one more question um I've gained so much weight from binge eating so I want to diet to lose it but I know deep down this dieting mindset is only causing me to binge more I just want to lose weight and feel good in my body again okay girl I feel you so much and I know so many girls listening to this will be in the same exact place as you um but I'm here to tell you that you will feel good in your body again you will feel confident in your body again and you are not alone and you are strong enough and capable enough to break free from this cycle so I'm gonna I'm gonna explain how continuing to restrict and diet will most likely make you gain more weight which will hopefully reinforce to you how pivotal it is for you to actually stop dieting and stop restricting Okay, so this is just a little example. So over the course of the week, if you're eating 1,200 calories a day and then having a blowout binge at the weekend of 4,000 calories a day, over the course of the week, this actually averages out to about 14,000 calories total. Not to mention, after a weekend of binging, you're going to have that binge hangover where you're feeling bloated, guilty, wanting to undo it the next week. Or you could do it the way that I suggest you do, um, for example, increasing your calories 1,700 calories per day throughout the week and then being a little bit more flexible at the weekends to allow for like maybe a meal out here or there and having maybe 2,000 calories on Saturday and Sunday. The more sustainable approach averages out to 12,500 calories, which is less than the first approach where you're only eating 1,200 calories a day. And you're not going to have that binge hangover. You're going to feel a lot more energized day to day. You're not going to feel restricted. You're actually going to be able to enjoy some meals out without feeling controlled or fearful or worried that you're going to binge eat. Um, and you're going to be excited to smash the next week with your training and your nutrition instead of going into that week wanting to restrict and binge again. So actually eating more every single day can oftentimes equal out to be less calories consumed during the week because it prevents you from actually binge eating so I would definitely recommend if you're trapped in this binge restrict cycle to try experimenting by increasing your day-to-day calories Uh, it doesn't have to be like by a crazy amount 
Um, for example, if you're currently only eating like 1500 calories a day and you're binge eating every couple of days, then try adding an extra one to 200 calories on top of that and see how that goes. Um, but yeah, the worst thing you can do if you're in a binge and restrict cycle is continue to deprive yourself and under and restrict. <clears throat> okay, so I, I think I'm going to leave the questions there because I have no idea how long I've been recording for and I don't want this podcast to be too long. Um, so I'm going to consolidate my top tips for binge eating so firstly know you are not trapped know that you absolutely can break free from this um you might need a bit of help but it is possible i've done it myself so many of my clients have overcome binge eating and got to a place where they are free with food and no longer feel controlled by food um again a problem shared is a problem half so tell someone it could be a professional, a coach, um, an expert, it could be your mum, it could be your boyfriend, it could be your girlfriend, it could be your sister, a friend, whoever, just tell someone who you feel like you can trust and who you can, who you feel like you can open up to. Um, identify the root cause and your triggers. Make sure you're eating enough and do not restrict food groups. Also, make sure you're planning ahead, you're prepping food or just at least knowing what you're going to eat. Do not go too long without eating because that is, again, often what kind of exacerbates the binge and restrict cycle. Girls will go all day long without eating. It will get to like late afternoon, they'll get home and just binge eat. Um, And it would have been much better for them to sustain that energy throughout the day, not get to that point where they have the urge to overeat uh, and actually just have a healthy breakfast, lunch and dinner, snacks, balance throughout the day. Um, you're going to have a lot more energy, you're going to be happier, you're going to be more positive to be around. So definitely make sure you're eating at regular intervals throughout the day and not going too hungry. Stay hydrated. That can be another reason why people binge eat. They're just not drinking enough water. Exercise, move your body, get those endorphins flowing, but not too much because if you're over-exercising, that is just going to increase your ghrelin levels, which is your hunger hormone, which makes you hungry, makes you want to eat more. So the more exercise you're doing, if you're binge eating, the more likely you're going to be, you are going to be to be so hungry to overeat. So make sure you're not doing too much exercise. Make sure you're getting plenty of sleep good quality sleep we did a whole episode on why sleep is so important so go check that out if you haven't already listened but sleep deprivation will make you want to eat more it will increase your ghrelin levels it will decrease your leptin levels which is the hunger hormone that makes you feel satiated and full um you're going to be more likely to turn for sugary processed foods which oftentimes are the foods that people cannot control and cannot stop overeating journal do what I said earlier in the podcast with you know the first page writing down all the things that you enjoy that make you feel good and replacing the act of binge eating with one of these things and reflecting on your binge eating diary entries and writing down how you feel before and after a binge accountability so important get yourself coach or an a professional to help you or again like I said a family or friend Another really important one is to stop the all or nothing approach, start practicing flexible dieting and give yourself permission to eat all foods. There are no good or bad foods, all foods fit in the context of a healthy balanced diet. Um, 
And also just remember, you are not alone. This disorder affects so many people and there's probably a lot of your friends and people you know who are also going through the same thing as you but are too ashamed or embarrassed to open up and speak out about it but yeah I want you to know that you're not alone and you're not weak and you should never feel ashamed or embarrassed or disgusted with yourself because like I said at the beginning of the episode with the statistics it's very common one in 50 people experience binge eating disorder so yeah you're definitely not alone um and another thing that I wanted to mention just because I'm so passionate about this topic as I'm sure you can probably tell um and over the last sort of like few months I have noticed a lot of clients who inquire to empower and people who reach out to start working with me have had these cycles of restricting and binging and they feel really trapped and it inspired me to actually make an ebook all about binge eating so that is if you see my stories if you've been watching my stories on instagram i've been talking about doing a secret project so that is what i've been working on for the last couple of months and by the time the podcast comes out which i think will be tomorrow my binge eating ebook should be out and it's actually completely free. I wanted to give it out to you guys for free because I know the financial cost of online coaching or seeking professional help can often be a barrier to people getting help and I I just would hate for that to be the reason why someone continues to be trapped in that cycle and I would never want money to stop someone from being able to get the food freedom that they deserve so I've made a comprehensive ebook all about the science behind binge eating all of my tips my guidance my advice um in a lot more comprehensive detail than what I've gone into in this podcast episode all consolidated in an ebook um and there's also lots of really good recipes at the end of the ebook as well things like burgers and pizzas and pancakes to show you guys that you absolutely can eat these foods and you don't have to binge eat them um so yeah I've been working really hard on that and it should be out tomorrow when the podcast comes out um on the 15th of February if you're listening to this on another day so I will put it in the link in my bio if you want to download it um but yeah I really really I really hope it helps some of you guys that was my intention with making this ebook um so please let me know if you download it please let me know if you have a read of it if you make any of the recipes and if you know someone who might be struggling with binge eating and if you feel like this might be a helpful resource to them then let them know about it um and I would appreciate any of your feedback um but yeah I really hope you guys enjoy that um so we will wrap up the podcast episode I've got a quote which I found on Pinterest this morning actually and I just really liked it okay so self-sabotage is knowing exactly what you need to do to improve but not doing it it's procrastinating doing the very things that you know will make you happier it's waiting until things are 100% perfect until you do them but of course that never happens it's remaining in your comfort zone because of the fear of failure or uneasiness of change it's a mindset that you may be completely unaware of until you really think about it. So I want you to think about this. Are you a prisoner of your own thoughts? 
if you are take responsibility and acknowledge you put yourself in that prison but we all know that you have the power to free yourself and I just thought that was a very relevant quote because binge eating essentially is a act of self-sabotage and you know you have the power to break free from it if you apply all of the tips that I've spoke about in this podcast and you know there is always help and people out there who can guide you through it as well um so I will finish the podcast there really really hoping that this recorded all okay um and that you can actually hear me because if not that was a complete waste of my time um but it is valentine's day and i've got nothing else to do so it's fine (laughs) but yeah i hope you all had a lovely valentine's day or galentine's day whatever you did um and i'm not sure if millie is going to be back for next week um i'm not sure how long she's in thailand for but i'm gonna try get a guest on the podcast for next week so i hope you all have a lovely week and we will catch up next week bye deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.